welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this evening's branding and cash flow call. I am glad to have everyone here. As always, if you are in the position to, please turn on your cameras and show your shining, smiling faces so that we can feel each other's energy. And also, if at any time you have any questions or thoughts, if your camera is on, you can wave and we will acknowledge it that way. Excuse me. If your camera's not on, not to worry. You can do one or two things. You can click on participants, and from there, you you see a small blue hand that says raise hand. You can click on that. And as always, you are more than welcome to type in your comments and questions in the chat. This evening, we will be talking about let's get it and keep it. We're going to be talking about how to get sales and how to make sure that you keep sales coming in. So we all know we've been uh, learning in order to get sales, you have to have the right congregation, finding your congregation, knowing who your customers are, finding out who they are, and then getting your product or service out there so that people can know that you have a product or service, and then they will come to you and get what it is that you need. In order to uh, get your customers also, we've also talked about making friends from your potential customers. You want to be that friend to your customers. You want to dig deep and learn more about them, learn what it is that they want, learn what it is that they need so that you can let them know how your product will benefit them. Mr. Phil always talks about it, the features and benefits of your product or services so that the customers can know, okay, this is something that I want or this is something that I need, and they will get it from you. In order to keep it, you want to make sure that you have what your customers need in order to keep your sales coming in, constantly keep sales coming in. Make sure that you have what your customers need. And it is a, it is a difference because you want to make sure you have what your customers need. You also want to make sure you have what your customers want. Needing something and wanting something are two totally different things. I wanted an iPhone. Did I need an iPhone? No, I just needed a cell phone. But I wanted an iPhone because I love all things Apple. That's just me. I love gadgets. Okay? So you want to make sure that you have what your customers want and what they need. One of my vehicles that I had prior to the one I have now was a Dodge Nitro. I can't remember the year, but it was a Dodge Nitro. My dad and I went to the Dodge dealership because I, he took me there because I was going for a different kind of car. It was a Dodge, but it was a different kind of car. And I, I, we talked to the salesman. He came out, and I was talking to the salesman. He said, oh, okay. I, um, well, you, I think you would really look good over there in this, in this vehicle over here. And he pointed to this red Dodge Nitro, which is an SUV, and it had shiny rims on it. And my dad said, when I, look, when I saw your face, I knew we were not leaving the dealership until we got that truck. And so that was not the car that I was coming to get. I didn't need that Dodge Nitro. But when my dad saw my face, he saw that I wanted the Dodge Nitro. So the car salesman did his job. He made sure he had what I wanted, not what I needed. But he also, he, he did both. He made sure I have, he had what I wanted, 
and what I needed. He knew I came because I needed a vehicle. But he also knew, okay, he needs a vehicle, but she may want that over there. So, and that's how we ended up getting the Dodge Nitro. I ended up getting a Dodge Nitro. So you want to make sure you have what your customers need as well as what they want. Before I go on, is there anyone who would like to comment, have any thoughts or questions about what we've been talking about thus far? Right. Okay. I'm gonna keep it going, keep it moving. Also, questions you want to ask yourself. Well, how do you know if you have products or services that people want or need? So I'm gonna ask that question to you before I answer. How do you know that you have products or services that people want or need? Would anybody like to Volunteer and answer that question. How do you know that you have something that people want or need? Go ahead, Mr. Shell G. Um, it solves the problem for them. Okay, yes. <laughs> if your product or service solves people's problems, you, ha you definitely have something that people want and need. That is a great, oh my goodness, yes. Go ahead, Mr. Field. Well, also, if it allows them to take advantage of an opportunity. That's the other end of the stick. One of the end of the stick is I've got something I can solve your problems. The other end of the stick is I have something that can help you take advantage of the opportunity. And in this environment, I think it's both. I think there's an opportunity out there because of the environment we're in right now. that's never been out there before and hopefully will never be out there again. And there's plenty of problems out there that people are dealing with that we can help them Y'all are on the money. Thank you so much, Mr. Phil. So, Michelle G says, if, it's, if your product or service solves the problem, and Mr. Phil says, if people can take advantage of the opportunity. Yes. He said the other end of the spectrum, that is, that is, I love y'all so much. <laughs> y'all always say the right things. So, you want to make sure that your product or service solves the problem, and that people can take advantage of the opportunity of what it is that you have. Was there anyone else who wanted to comment or have a question about how you know if you have something people want or need? All right. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Phil. Well, and I've, I've shared this many times with the group, but it's always nice to repeat it. You start off by asking questions and listening. Are you an active listener? Are you somebody that understands what active listening is and how that's different than just passive listening? So you wanna start off with current and past situation questions. Hey, what's going on now? And tell me about what's happened in the past. Then opportunity or problem questions. That way you determine whether they have an opportunity you're gonna help them leverage or they have a problem you're gonna help them solve. Then you wanna know what is the opportunity or the problems impact does it impact uh, employee retention? Does it impact delivery? Does it impact dealing with stress? Does it impact dealing with change? Does it impact whatever that impacts? And then there's solution seeking questions. A great salesman can ask you a question that by you answering it, you're gonna tell that salesman what that salesman can do for you, which is much more powerful than the salesman telling you what you can do for you. So that's a skill, if you can develop that skill, that way you can find out what the customer needs and then have them tell you 
with their own words and through their own mouth on how you can help them. Thank you again for that, Mr. Phil. Yes, yes, sir. It all goes all goes back to learning more about your customer, digging deep and asking those questions that Mr. Phil was talking about. The current and past questions was uh, part of the things that he was talking about. You want to make sure you get to know your customers so that you can uh, really let them know what it is and how you can best serve them with your product or service. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Phil. All right. Did anyone else have anything they wanted to share before we moved on? All right. Keeping it going. Now. Another question you should ask yourself, if I don't have something people want or need, how do I make my product something that people want or need? And Mr. Phil, he, he, he hit on it just now, uh, a few moments ago, and we've been talking about it more and more. Go ahead, Ms. Michelle. I was just going to say, um, like he was saying, by listening to your asking questions, listening to them, um, polling your your um, customers and um, paying attention to what they're telling you, even when you don't, when you're not polling, you're still paying attention to what things that they're saying, uh, even, you know, without asking questions, listen to what they're saying and what they're needing. And mm -hmm. that's how you'll find out. Y'all are on it today. Y'all are always on it. That's why I love talking to y'all. Yes, thank you, Ms. Michelle. Going back, talking to your people, and she said she said one thing that I had and I wrote down that I wanted to make sure I mentioned, and she said it. Poll your audience. Make sure you poll your audience and look what it is that your customers are saying. Uh, I believe everyone on here, if not all of us, were on the daily meeting this morning with Antonio. And he was saying he was telling he was telling all of us he was he was talking to Reggie and myself, but he was talking to everyone in the in the group that was on the call. Hey, go on your timeline and see what people are talking about. See what they're wanting. See what they're talking about to see what they want. You know, and if your product or service can you know fit what it is that they want, you go ahead and you know that those people are your customers. I saw a question. What if you don't know what you can do for them? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to answer this question, and I'm I'm going to uh, see if anyone else would like to answer this question as well. Uh, Lady Maya says, "What if you don't know what you can do for them? Think about what it is that you love to do for people, Maya, and then go poll your audience." So, Maya, are you able to talk? Okay, now Michelle G said, ask, ask people and tailor your business to do that. What is it that you love to do, Lady Maya? I love to, to make people happy, basically. Just to kind of. Okay. Get well, out keep going, I'm sorry. Wow, yeah. Okay, you love to make people happy. Okay, so since you love to make people happy, you go and you poll your audience. You go to your social media and you poll your audience and you say, hey, what ways do you like to be made happy, or something along that those lines? And when they say what they what it is that you know makes them happy, you know, you tailor your business to that. Um, Mr. Phil, 
would you mind answering this question as well? Sure. All right. Uh, Maya was asking, what if you don't know what you can do for people? Well, that means that you may not have thought through what you're offering them. Because you should think backwards. What do they need? And then how can I put together something that will fulfill their needs? That what I can charge them is enough that I can cover my cost and have a profit. If you watch Shark Tank, they're always asking, you know, how much margin? What's the margin? What's the margin? What do you what do you make it for? What do you wholesale it for? And what is it retail for? Because because in good business, you got to have that margin. You have cost of goods, you have expenses, you have revenue, and you should have profit at the end. You know, some people create a business where they don't make any profit. They, they you can't make it up in volume. The more you sell, the more broke you get. So you got to do some research and today with the internet, it's so easy to do research, but also intuitively, you know what people want. You know, well, they want to feel better about themselves. They want to feel better about the people around them. They want to deal with change. They want to deal with stress. They want to learn to communicate better. They want to learn how to get over the, the doldrums. I've been, I've been calling a lot of my past contacts recently and just said, how you doing? I was thinking about you. I just want to touch base with you. And okay. We're busy. We do a lot of ripping and running. We're barely at home. So preparing a really good fresh meal for your family, even for yourself, gets hard sometimes. Well, look, you can get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. What HelloFresh does is it cuts out the stressful meal planning and the grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or even less, which is actually true because I've done it myself. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. And I love the pictures because it shows me how my meal is supposed to look. So I'm super excited to try to match the pictures. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and kid-friendly recipes. See, HelloFresh delivers fresh, high-quality, pre-portioned ingredients so you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious. And with the pre-portioned meals, you know you're not eating too much or too less. You're eating just right. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences, and you can skip a week whenever you need to. And also, the wonderful thing I love about it is HelloFresh is also helping the world. HelloFresh donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019. And this year, they're stepping up food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus crisis. So when I received my package, I instantly opened it up and I have three meals. And I absolutely love the meals that I picked. And out of all of the meals that they sent to me, my favorite one was the... Um, and I hope I'm saying this right, which is the shawarma spiced meatball pitas. See, I really like pitas. I have a thing for bread. And it really tasted good. It was flavorful. It was easy to prepare. Um, they also sent me the hay honey salmon. And they also sent me the kale cranberry and walnut stuffed delicata squash. But all of my, but out of all of those, my favorite was the spiked meatballs, meatballs pita. It was full of flavor. It was easy to make. 
They sent everything that I needed, which made it, which made it really easy for me to prepare it all. So there wasn't any like extra stuff or okay, so what goes where? How much goes here? How do I do this? How is it supposed to look when I finish? It wasn't any of that. It was really easy. I was able to I was able to prepare the meal in about 30 minutes or so and was sitting down and eating within those 30 minutes and it was absolutely wonderful so hello fresh is the way to go now what you can do is you can go to hellofresh.com slash slash secret 80 and use code secret 80 to get a total of 80 dollars off across five boxes including free shipping on your first box so let me repeat that again go to hellofresh.com slash secret 80 and that's eight zero and you're going to use the code secret 80 which is eight zero to get a total of eighty dollars off across five boxes and that's including free shipping on your first box go there today order your hello fresh meal and make life easier but still have the 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 peace of knowing that you're still providing a fresh healthy meal for your family HelloFresh.com slash secret80. HelloFresh.com slash secret80. You guys enjoy because I know I did. How you how you doing with this situation we're all dealing with? And then I just shut up and listen. And it's amazing how they say, boy, I appreciate you even called. I appreciate you even willing to listen. And then I find little nuggets of things that I might be able to do for them at no cost to them and no cost to me. It's just something I did for them. And then when we come out of this, and we will come out of this, they'll remember you. They'll say, boy, that, that Grace called me when things were tough and really helped me out. Now I need some help in this area. Maybe she can help me there, and they'll call you. So now's the time to plant the seeds that will grow into some, some profits later on. Or you can go hide under the bed and see what that gets you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Phil. Lady Maya, did that answer your question? Yes. No hiding under the bed, sir. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But the thing that Mr. Phil is doing with the, you know, the people that he, he knows, I, I can so see, I can see you doing that. I can see you calling people, you know, and let them know, hey, you know, just want to check on you, see how you're doing. If, if, there, if there's anything I can do for you. You say you love making people happy. Most times, like Mr. Phil said, most times people just want a listening ear and just to know that someone is there that really cares. And I'm telling you, you call somebody out of the blue and like, man, Maya called me and I wasn't expecting that, that you will make their day. All right. Anyway, and then I'll, 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 even, I'll, I'll even start the conversation is you popped into my head and so I'm just acting on, on some mm -hmm. prompting I've got. And people appreciate that. And it's, it's true now. They may have popped into my head because my contacts on my phone. Right. That's what made them pop into my head, but I don't tell them that. Right. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we've got tools now. Back when I was doing this in the old days, you know, we had to look get phone books. We had to buy leads. We had to we had to have these big directories with phone numbers in them and everything else. And now we carry around our directory with us, and you. You want to know who to call, just open up your phone and go through your contact list. You know, now it's nice if you've got a lot of people in your contact list. And if you don't have a lot of people in your contact list, what do you have to do? Start putting people in your contact list. 
you know, make it a goal that I'm going to start adding people to my contact list now, today, as you run across people. I think I've got 1,500 or 1,600 people in mind. Wow. All right, sir. Okay. Maya says, yes, sir, will do. All right. Thanks so much for that, Mr. Phil. Okay. Did anyone else? Maurice, did you have yeah. anything, a question or comment? Go ahead. I did. I wanted to mention too um, that was a takeaway from this morning's meeting was that was, um, and it's been stuck with me all day. Um, two things I want to mention, and to, to Phil's point um, about past clients that people are doing that, um, we got an email today from a hotel that we did a class at. It happened to be in Cleveland, Ohio. So the hotels, you know, hotels we brought out, it just happened to be brought out and it was the, um, I forget the name of the what, who they were, but they were brought out by another one. I believe they, they were brought out by Hyatt. But the email went, went just like what you said. Hey, we're just thinking about you. Um, we know you did a class here back in 2008 and um, we have a new, we spent $6 million in renovations. And if you're interested, give us a call in these times. I'm sure we can work out something, um, you know, some good prices on if you're interested in doing another class here. The hotel, you know, and, you know, the hospitality industry is really taking a big hit with everything that's going on now. Um, and then the other takeaway that I wanted to mention was that when the question was asked about distinguishing your personal page from your business page, and making sure that you can distinguish the difference and knowing that people that's on your personal page are there for personal reasons and that people on your business page are there for business reasons and not to mix up the two because and I, and you know and this is this for on a personal for me that was like i was hitting my head bumping my head with that for a long time thinking that you know the per person said why well, can't get people to buy from me or why couldn't i get them to you know support but that was it. They're on your personal page for personal reasons. And then you're not going to. So that was just a good takeaway to kind of add to that and to know first identifying who, who the audience is. So now that I know that I'm dealing with a person on my personal page and using that personal page, you know, to help to tailor the conversation and content for the business page, you know. So that was very um, powerful and a good takeaway kind of the, to make sure that you understand your audience. You're being present right there with, with, with who you're talking to. That's what that, that was what worked for me with that one. It was real powerful and a aha moment, you know, a light bulb moment, you know, just so to speak. So. Yeah, I agree with all that. We have, because we've been doing this for so long, a lot of our clients are also our friends and we don't talk business on on our personal page you know we stay in touch on a personal level and may message each other or or you know like each other's things because we like each other and respect each other and respect each other's business and family and keep up with all that and you know we don't talk business there but you know a lot of them are also um like our business page as well. And we put the business things there and they know that we're there and they can keep up with it there. 
but you know sometimes there is that cross but just just know to keep up with them and their family and and do positive posts that kind of reflect you as a person that you know they they know your character because your character has a lot to do with whether they're going to hire you or not Thank you so much for that, Maurice and Miss Susan. You and then, great point. go ahead, sir. Yeah, a friend of mine, Jeffrey Gittimer, he's a sales trainer. He gets like $25,000 for an hour to $30,000 for an hour. My three favorite Gittimer lines are number one, most salespeople aren't willing to do the work to make selling easy. I think that's a great line. Most salespeople aren't willing to do the work to make sales Number two, it's not our customer's job to remember us. And number three, and he's trademarked this, nobody likes to be sold, but everyone loves to buy. So he actually trademarked that. Okay. Yes, yes, Jeffrey Gittimer is really good, really one of the greatest. Uh, so I have one of his books, it's called uh, The Little Red Book of Selling. So yes, <laughs> good, good, yes. It, no one loves selling, but they love to buy. Yes. It, okay. I don't like to be sold, but I love to buy. My deal is, if I buy, that means you had to sell me on something. So, Mr. Peel, can you break that down real quick? Yeah, it, it really it really comes down to trust. You know, do I trust the person I'm dealing with to understand me well enough that are willing to give me something that will fulfill my needs? The best car salesman I've ever been across is a friend of mine, Ralph Marinacci. And I started buying cars from him when I was 18 years old. And I've probably bought 80% of my cars from him in my lifetime, which have been a few, if you can imagine. <laughs> and here's how we would do it. I would call him up. I would tell him what I wanted, he would find it, I would buy it, and if anything was wrong, he would fix it. That was our deal. Never negotiated price with him because I didn't want to insult him. I trusted him enough that he didn't have enough margin to hear that he'd make his money, but he'd give me the best price he could. That's the kind of relationship you want to have with your customers, that they trust you well enough that they're going to tell you what their needs are. You're going to go find what, what they said they needed. You're going to offer it to them. They're going to buy. And if anything doesn't work, you're going to fix it. Right. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. All right. Okay. So to reach out in order to get your customers and to get sales, you want to make sure that you have what it is. You have a product or service that customers want and need, and you dig deep, talk to your customers, find out what it is that they're looking for, what they want, what they need, tailor your business, your product or service to that, and let them know how they can greatly benefit from what it is that you have. And then to keep sales coming in, you continue to do that same process. You, you keep up with the customers, continue to talk with them, see what it is that they want or need. Make sure that you have what it is they want or need. And 
another way that you know that you have something, a product or service that others want or need, is when a customer has your product or service, and then they go and tell others about it. You definitely have a product or service that others want or need. Word of mouth is the best advertisement ever. And when somebody tells, oh, if I have a friend in the Philadelphia area, New Jersey area, yeah, I'm going to uh, buy a house. You know anybody that could help me out? I sure do. I got a good friend of mine, Maurice Muhammad, that you, I, I'm, I'm going to give him your number, and he will take good care of you. Oh, but you know what? I'm looking to start a nonprofit. I just don't know how to get it off the ground. You know anybody? I sure do. And Michelle Graham, I'm going to give you her number. I'm pretty sure she can take care of you. She will greatly take care of you. Oh, I'm, I'm looking to. Uh, I'm, I'm getting started into to speaking and professional speaking, but I just need to have the tools and the, you know, the things that you need to, to get. I, you know anybody? I sure do. I got some humor consultants for you. I'll take good care of you. Word of mouth, best advertisement ever. You advertisement ever. You know you have something that people want or need when others are talking about your product or your service. Um, I've been doing the math videos online. Thank you to those of you who have been commenting on my videos. And I've been having people say, oh, thank you for these videos. Parents need, uh, parents need these types of videos because the kids are at home and they want them to continue to learn. So coming up with something that uh, Antonio told me two years ago to do, it's okay, I'm doing it now. <laughs> but it's something that definitely people, parents definitely want and need for their children. And you want to make sure that you have that with your product or service. Did anyone, oh, go ahead, Mr. Phil. Yeah, and, and the challenge, and I've said this before on the, most people have a very negative view of salesmen because you, you know the line, oh, he could sell ice cubes to the Eskimos. Yeah. To me, that's to me that's offensive. Unless that Eskimo needed those ice cubes, the fact that you could sell ice cubes to an Eskimo that means you're a manipulator. That means you're a crook. That means you're a thief. So I'm offended when somebody says that. And now the Eskimo may need ice cubes because he doesn't or she doesn't have a way to create the cubes, and therefore you can provide them with value. But just to say that, that's what puts salesmen in a bad light because they have this reputation from the old snake oil salesman. You know, hey, I got this back in the old days. I wrote an article in 1982, you thought you were a banker, not a salesman. It had talked about the selling process in the banking environment. And you know what? It's still valid today. I still send it out. When I run into a banker, I send it to them. And they go, Phil, this article is as valid today as it was in 82. I said, I know. That's either, that's a good thing and a bad thing. We haven't progressed. He goes, you're right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. People do, you know, most people do have, when they hear the word sales, they have, it's like a bad connotation with it. <laughs> and so you want to make sure that, we talked about it one in another training where you don't have to tell people that you're in sales, but you, you answer questions and you, you tell people what it is that you have to offer about your business or your service. Because a lot of times people don't want to be salesmen, but they have products and services that they need to sell. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you have, you put it in a good light. Let people know, hey, I'm not a crook. 
I am not, you know, the snake oil salesman. I am the person who is here to help you with what it is that you need, help you with what it is that you want. Does anyone else have any questions or thoughts? Yeah, I have a thought too to add to Go ahead, sir. You know, function supersedes title. That's what comes to mind. You know, is function. So if you do the function of serving a person, then you don't have to sell them. You know, so almost as, you know, so if you serving a person and giving information on what you do well, let's use math and you like with the videos, it will be no brand for me to make sure I reach out to you if I need some math tutoring or I need, you know, or because of your, um, because you're, you're, you're doing the function. So that's what comes to mind is like function supersedes the title, you know, in sales from doing it or carrying it out. Then I'm not really selling, you You know, that'll automatically happen. You know, that that's a natural thing. It'll, the natural process of it should happen if I'm serving you. You know, if I serve you in the manner, then I don't have to sell you, you know, and, and that's one of the takeaways I'm learning from these classes, you know, is that because for a long time, it was a negative connotation to sell. And I didn't really realize it until I started listening to and taking the classes. And it was that negative of being sold by someone that was able to sell ice to an Eskimo or sell a Brooklyn Bridge to you or sell you, you know, study New York City, you know, or being in that, dealing with, having that experience with individuals. And I'm in sales, you know, and dealing with that. So, but when you, you know, that was the takeaway. That was that's what I thought. That's the thought I had to add. Thank you for letting me share that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. That's good. That's, you know, you're right. You're right. You know, it's when you put it as I'm, you know, I'm not selling. I'm really serving. In which in which case you are. Your product and your service. You are actually serving people with what it is that you have. And when you look at it like that, when you you know people people will tell you all the time, man, I'm not good in sales. I have, I know I have this product and service, but I'm not good at sales. But if, if you put it in, you let them know, hey, you're actually serving people with your product or service. They'll, you know, they, you know what? You're right. That's what I'm doing, and they will, they will take that a lot better, and then, and then uh, really go with it. Because one of, one of our very own, uh, Adonia, yeah, she doesn't like sales. You know, she don't like sales either. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. But when she knows that she's serving and helping people within her gifts, you couldn't stop her. So thank you for that, Marie. Anyone else? Any questions or thoughts? All right. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this week's Branding and Cash Flow. Those of us who are part of the Bureau of Dominant Speakers, get ready. In about 27 minutes, we will be going in training with Phil and Susan Sorrentino on having fun while getting paid to speak. As soon as we jump off this call, we'll be jumping on the next call. If you want to chime in early, you can. We will be getting started at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you again for joining us. Everyone have a good night, and we will see you on another call. Hey everybody, my name is Monica and I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I became a part of the ATS Business University. Um, I actually have my own construction company called Women's Touch Construction as well as I'm a real estate investor 
when it comes to residential properties. Well, COVID hit in February, and as you guys know, with the pandemic, a lot of things got put on pause. So my construction company got put on hold. Um, I just bought two houses at one time in February, and I was having a hard time finding tenants. So I had basically three vacant homes at one time and no income because my construction company was put on hold. So I started going online, looking around. I found Antonio, reached out to him and kind of told him my situation about what was going on. We talked about strengths, weaknesses. He got me involved in uh, some of the courses. And as I was taking those courses, I realized how much I actually learned. So I initially went directly to the real estate courses because that's my passion as an investor. And the good thing about those courses that I learned is you learn different things from what you hear from your friends that are realtors. It's from an investor point of view and it's from a broker's point of view. So I was able to learn a lot about that. Um, after those courses, I got into some of the self-help courses um, that also helped me grow as a person. So the good news is there's something for everyone. So depending on what your passion is, whatever you're trying to do, there's a course for you. Uh, the other thing was I'm starting a podcast. I always said I would never start a podcast. And now I'm starting a podcast because one of the courses that I was watching was on podcasting. And they're very specific on the steps to take to have a successful podcast. A podcast is gonna bring you income, not just um, for fun, basically, because I'm always looking for other streams of income, not just to do things for fun. So I highly recommend these courses. Get involved, I guarantee there's something for everyone. It doesn't matter what your passion is, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish in life, just get involved. The ATS community itself, when I did get involved, everybody's so positive, they help each other. There's a lot of group economics that goes on within ATS as well. So if you do have a product or a company, you can always promote that within ATS and, and grow your audience that way and grow your clientele that way. So I'm here to tell you, I'm doing it. I'm going through it right now. I'm growing every single day. Um, Antonio's very hands-on as well. So if there's something you need, he'll hop on a call with you as long as you schedule it ahead of time. Um, there's a lot of hands-on help through ATS. So just take it from me, try it out. I promise you will not regret it. We're all here to help. We're all gonna hold your hand through this process and um, let's go make money together. Hello, my name is Vastine East. Vastine East, a happy man. I'm now a member, a proud member of the ATS University. I took a journey to get here, a unique journey. What I'm holding in my left arm is a set of drawings spent hours on a team with other men and women to design petrochemical plants, offshore drilling facilities, drawings, all arrived from a desire to create something unique in the world to serve mankind. And I'm proud that I was once part of that team, a team of intelligent, 
brilliant people. In my arm, these drawings represent hours of toil and sweat. These drawings represent school, high school, college. These drawings represent coming in to an industry where I earn, oh, a decent living towards the end. But regardless, at the end of all of these drawings, and the reason why I'm holding these drawings right now is to compare what I had to do in order to achieve the successes that I'd enjoyed in civil engineering as a designer. By joining the ATS University, Business University, I'm so fortunate now that at the end of the day, I go to sleep at night reassured that I'm now doing something for me, not just based on my abilities or my intelligence, but something that rewards my love, a love of speaking, a love of traveling, a love of sharing my art. These old drawings, they represent a lot of hard work. Once the drawings are finished, I was always blessed to have the client or my lead engineer come out and say, where are my drawings? And so doing, a little bit of me left every time the drawings left my drafting table or my computer. A little bit of me died. But I'm alive again with the ATS Business University. I'm able now to pursue at last a career in public speaking to inspire others like myself. Perhaps you didn't come from a background of engineering or whatever, but you came perhaps from whatever source or that earned you a living, a good living, I hope. But are you tired? Are you tired of the hustle and bustle of answering to other men's dreams? And that's what I have to say about the ATS Business University. It has allowed me to wake up and live my dreams. I'm thankful that I live long enough as a baby boomer, to leave this world knowing that I'll make a contribution not only in the past in engineering, but a moral compass has been redesigned for me to enjoy me, my gifts, my talents. I encourage anyone who is searching to find their place in the future is to link arms with the ATS Business University I'm happy I found it, and I'm most happy that I was accepted. The ATS Business University, where you can turn your blueprints into your dreams. I'm Vastin East. Join the ATS family and live life in full bloom. Abundance. Blossom. Gratitude. Engagement. ATS, to me, is total transparency. This is Jerome Red. And you know, I'm loving it. Oh, I'm loving it. Future. My future is bright with ATS. Hi, I'm Dr. Sugar Trask, and I am with ATS University. Pioneer community. Break it down. Let me just share with you what break it down means to me and what ATS does with breaking it down. Attention. ATS got you. That's all I can say. They make it so simple. You feeling that? Hi, everybody. This is Jerry reminding you that you can cultivate an attitude of gratitude. I'm telling you, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, 
what your value system is, what religion you are. As long as you speak enough English to understand what's going on, you will be welcome with open arms. With open arms. Ooh, I'm feeling that. Come on, possibilities. With ATS, your possibilities are endless. Vanguard. Reality. ATS is universe of knowledge. Crazy. <laughs> I would often pray to God to please send me a mentor. A mentor that can guide me, a mentor that can give me a road map. Actionable is information that allows action to be taken. ATS Junior Business University is actionable. You don't have to be crazy to be here, but it helps. Hello. Here's every single thing that you're going to get, and I mean everything you're going to get, plus we'll add more. I mean, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to give you $30,000 worth of courses, worth of value, worth of sharing my screen, showing you how I built my company, and all that kind of stuff like that. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pull back the curtains, and every single morning, I have a meeting in which we show and we actually run this company and how we do things. And in this meeting, we're going to give you the daily business, money, and marketing team meetings. All these tips, you're going to get instant access to how a nine-figure company stays successful. You're going to learn how to structure your morning meetings with your company. You're going to learn why daily team meetings are important and to the success of your company. You're going to learn tips and strategies and all sorts more. That's $30,000 right there. Then I'm going to teach you real estate investment trading. That's it. Another $20,000 is going to grow every single month on just real estate investment so you can get what you need and i mean everything from real estate investment and i want to give you an, an, a leadership class because right what's the point of leading people if you don't know how to lead or what's the point of leading people if you're not going to continue to lead that's a fifteen thousand dollar value this class is long and it also grows every single month it's kind of like Netflix, right? Every single time that you decide to do something, it's every single time we give you more value and let that value in your doing something grow every single month. Then what I want to do, I'm going to give you a business accelerator. Now, this is where we take your business from five figures to six figures, six figures to seven figures, eight figures to nine figures, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to learn how to leverage the knowledge of, of myself and my my friends and my millionaire friends and my billionaire friends you're gonna learn credit hacks you're gonna do all this stuff that's a five thousand dollar value that we're gonna give to you immediately then we're gonna teach you branding and cash flow cash flow is king cash makes you a slave cash flow is king that'll make you royalty that's an extra thirty five hundred dollars plenty of things there. You're going to learn what branding is, what branding is not, but most importantly, you're going to learn how to generate money, not just make money. Then you're going to get law of attraction. That's another $3,500. Overcome a low self-esteem, $999. Retraining your subconscious mind, $999. Then we're going to give you a full capability for you to make money with us, a full back office, a back office suite. You're going to have access to your back office. You're going to be able to see who joins your success team. You're going to be able to track your money, put inside your back office all the stuff that you need to be successful, and we're not going to charge you a dime. There's no monthly fee for that. That's another, that's another $999. And we're going to give you your own website. You're going to get your own website 
Not going to charge you for that either. So you can have the opportunity to make money with us. Essentially, we're going to help you build your own sales funnel, a whole template, and you're going to be able to dominate from there. This is a total value of $80,489. Plus, if you put in your address, we will give you a free book from the richest man in the trash can himself, me, that would teach you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. I sure hope you're ready right now because in the domination of all things, click that link below because now is your time to dominate.